you know, a VIP program could be worth 5,000 to one person who plays it like too conservative, too straightforward. It could be worth like 30, 40 to another who really knows how to milk it. And that difference is huge. Hey, what's up? GP13 here. This is going to be a special bonus episode. And this is, I like, I'm conceptualizing this as the three levels of bonuses. So when I picture playing bonuses with sports books, I, I picture there to be, there's three kind of levels to this game, right? And the levels are first, just deposit bonus clearing with arbitrage. Second is directional bonus betting and watching for uh, watching and evaluating non-deposit offers so discounted props uh, you know parlay boosts applying those free bets whatever that you get and then number three is the what you know the big big money maker when you're moving up to higher stakes is VIP programs so I'm gonna walk through the three kind of talk about the progression up the line, the skills you have to add to get to each. And this is going to give you an overview of bonuses and bonuses are so important in sports betting. Every, you know, every sharp better I know has gone through multiple different periods where they're like doing some crazy uh, bonus play, whether it's, you know, some of the most, the biggest blackjack scores in history have been like bonus blackjack, uh, you know, have been, you know, loss rebate blackjack plays, right? That would be more in the VIP, like negotiated bonuses section of this episode. That'll be at the end. But let's first start at the beginning. And this is how a lot of people get into, get into sports betting, which is deposit bonuses. We all know about deposit bonuses. That's, you know, you, you sign up to prize picks, you deposit a hundred dollars, they give you a hundred dollar bonus. You have to bet through you know whatever it is a hundred or two hundred dollars then you can withdraw all your funds and these were very popular especially in online sports books when they started because what happened was people could essentially like deposit on mgm and on DraftKings, and they would take both sides of the same game right and they would get about 50 cents on the dollar for their bonus their deposit bonus money but it would be risk-free they could withdraw and it was a, it was a good way to make you know a couple thousand bucks with no risk, which is awesome, right? It, it, it's a rare opportunity, you know. I think we have to remember that money isn't necessarily like this easy to make, and this goes with correlation. And this is a tangent, but this goes with like correlation and DFS and whatever, um, you know, all the bonus money flowing in, like. I, you know, to me looking back, I'm like, oh yeah, they made like a couple thousand dollars. That's not anything great, but it's like, dude, these sites just gave them a couple thousand dollars for no risk. So it, it, we're living in a weird time, but take advantage of it while we can. So anyway, that's the first level. It's like you go to every sports book you can, you deposit, you, you know, try and de-risk as much as you're comfortable with, and then you just move on. You're not there to actually sports bet, right? 
So if you're just doing deposit bonuses, you can do this with no desire to move forward in sports betting. It's just like a one-time thing. And then the more advanced deposit bonus move, a lot of people did this, was it's like you go on the road trip for deposit bonuses because a lot of, especially um, when sportsbooks first started out, you could get Caesars, MGM, you know, whatever deposit bonuses in each state that were open because each state was like a different sportsbook. So I know people who would take road trips and they would make like 15, 20 grand risk-free and it was all deposit bonuses. I actually went to Colorado. This is a funny story because Colorado is a great state to go to, right? For deposit bonuses. Less so, a little bit less so now, but they, they had a lot of, um, they had a lot of sports books that weren't available to me in New York at the time. So I was going to Colorado for a totally unrelated, unrelated reason. We were seeing friends, me and my wife were seeing some of our friends and I got up at like, we were only there for like one night. I woke up at like 7am and I just sat at a hotel desk on my laptop, like with my coffee and whatever, like bag of chips in for three hours, I just like took my notebook out and I was just going through each site, each deposit bonus, keeping track of all my bets, like trying to make sure I had enough money flowing around in PayPal. And I calced out like 4,300 in EV. And that was in, you know, a couple hours, right? So those first couple hours in each state are incredibly, incredibly valuable because of deposit bonuses. So I know people who would do that, but they would just travel to, you know, 10 different states. You could do like, you know, 30 grand in EV across 10 states, like not too hard, just with the welcome bonuses. And the reality is, I think most people who are listening to this are a little more advanced than just like the pure deposit bonus arbitrage play where you're de-risking and you're depositing and you're getting like 50 cents on the dollar per your de- per your bonus. Because if you have strategies that are, you know, plus EV on your bets, you wouldn't want to take 50% risk-free, you would just like bet normally and take, you know, 102% of the bonus or, or whatever your EV is, right? So I, you know, most people listening to this aren't going to be doing that kind of be super, super basic deposit bonus ARB, but it is a reminder to like, if you're traveling, it's worth it to, you know, plan beforehand if there's books that there that you could get a deposit bonus on. Because your first couple hours in a new state that has online sports betting are some of your highest hourly opportunities still available in gambling. Even if you're like a high, a super high stakes gambler, like, like I was saying in my Colorado experience, I, all I did was like two hours of work and it was like 4,500 in EV. And you know, it would, it would be pretty hard to have that not be worth it. You know, maybe LeBron James isn't, going to do it the first time he goes and plays the Denver Nuggets in Colorado. But like for us mere mortals, the hourly is like absolutely bananas. So if you're not going to plan a trip just to do it, you know, make sure you're, you're being opportunistic when you travel and, you know, wake up early, do whatever you have to do to get a couple hours to yourself in a state with a new sports book. And grind it out and honestly just like close close the laptop and go on with your day. Don't even bother caring about, you know, what uh how your bets are doing. So anyway, 
number one, but I just want to remind everybody, like we're all, there's still so many deposit bonuses I haven't hit. I'm sure that we all haven't hit and they're still so, so valuable. So don't be too lazy. And this has been me in a lot of situations, but like, don't be too lazy to hit those new states if you're in them. Okay. Number two is going to be the in-play bonuses, right? In play or whatever. These are going to be where you have to like have slight understanding of whatever, what you're doing. Because every, you know, certain, we all know, especially on the sportsbook side, but we'll see this on DFS. There will often be like quote unquote promos that aren't plus EV, which is, you know, I don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't necessarily agree with that type of behavior by the books. Uh, you've, I think promos should give the better something, or they should be called something else. I think it's kind of like as simple as that. I do think there's a level of trust that's established when you say promotion that you're kind of getting a what you'd say is a good deal. And honestly, like Caesars, I have a lot, you know, I have nice things to say about Caesars in some aspects, minus like certain uh, bet settlements that they've kind of fucked us over on. But uh, they're generally like pretty above board, pretty pretty sharp, and take take decent action. But they'll put promos out there that they'll have a pre made parlay that they say is a promo, and say you can only bet a hundred dollars on, and yet it's a worse odds than if you just went and parlayed it yourself. And yeah, it's not cool, but you have to watch out for these, right? And the reason why this requires, this is kind of a level two skill, finding these promos is you actually have to be able to evaluate if it's a good deal or not. Um, I always say take every talk on prize picks and I still stand by that. Uh, but that doesn't mean take every promo everywhere. Now there are certain sites like Underdog, right? There's going to be promos that pop up that are like over half a point. Obviously take all of those. And again, the level two skill system here of, of bonuses is being cognizant of what's offered every day. So this means logging on and checking each day. Are there promos? Are there promos? And I am so guilty of this. Like I will just not log on to underdog. And if I see someone post like, oh, there's a promo and I think like, oh, I can only get 10 bucks on it. I might just like close my phone and go on with something else. But if I get that promo and in 30 seconds, just click it, pair it with something else and just bet it. I could even do it in like 20 seconds, 15 seconds. If I could do that in 30 seconds, my hourly is 600 an hour. I'll take that. 15 seconds, 1200 an hour, you know, something, something along those lines. Right. And, um, Yeah. That's no matter what you got, you got to do that. So this is, this is also a note to me, but level two, level two bonus play is when you have to have some kind of knowledge of what you're doing and some evaluation because you're going to be selective, right? Deposit bonus. You don't have to be selective. You're just, you know, you're all obviously going to take a deposit bonus. It's, it's free money. Right. Um, And then, uh, you know, other things that, that require you to, you know, actually bet free bets parlay boosts you know do you actually take like the single game parlay boost when you need five legs 
Well, it depends. Can you find a single game parlay with five legs that like isn't so minus EV that the boost boost actually helps? It's it's hard to do, but people can do that, right? So again, the more skilled you are at betting, the more money you can bet, the more money you can make in you know sportsbook offers and promos in that like level two system, right? And with deposit bonuses, but. You know, that's, you know, that's the everyday bonuses that, that we're talking about where you're in there either A, watching for them. So that's a skill is just like being able to check in and have those systems in place to always kind of know what promos are going on. That could be following someone on Twitter who, you know, gives out the promos. Whatever it is, there's no wrong way to do it. Whatever is the easiest way for you, the fastest way, the least, um, time-consuming way for you to check every day. If there's some promos, that's the best way, right? Now, what I teased at the beginning was VIP programs, right? This is where the real money is. VIP programs are arguably one of the sharpest, uh, most valuable thing available in sports betting right now. And this this is where... Captain Jack always says there's the art of sports betting. What There's the science and there's the art of sports betting. VIP programs are the art, but they are so, 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 so valuable. Um, my DraftKings VIP program, uh, when I first joined, I made 15 grand off of just from, from giveaways that they, they gave me. 15,000 free dollars. This was as somebody who was... I was like not do I was not even playing it well at the time. I was uh only betting golf. I was doing you know sharp things, but like obvious sharp things. I was still not very good at disguising my action. Um but what I did do was I had a I had a good relationship with my host. I was very um I acted very square with my host. That bought me slightly more time, I believe. And then I was very um, willing to gamble big to clear like certain thresholds and ask for more deposit bonuses. Like the difference between the first two tiers and this third tier is that there's a massive personal element to it where you're going to be asking and negotiating um, and trying to look square, trying to talk square. Because you're going to be in contact with people at the sports books where they think that you know they have the best view, and they're going to try and ha- come in and try and get you to bet a lot of money, and to to do that to win your business because high rolling customers are so valuable to the sports books, they're going to try and offer you a bunch of perks. They're going to offer you, you know, $10,000 in deposit bonuses because they assume you're going to bet and lose like $100,000, right? Now, I, I think from what I, from what I hear, like the threshold, the, the ratio they like to, to hit is like they'll give back like one third of the winnings, right? So in that case, like they think you're going to lose 30, they'll give you 10, something like that, right? So in this situation, what can we do now? Ed talks about this in his book, and it's something that we've done with great success, which is 
you have to gamble a lot at the beginning. There's so many reasons why. First reason is it's going to be hard for them to tell if you're sharp or you're not, you're sharp or you're square. If you just go in and you do like 10,000, deposit 10,000, get a 10,000 deposit bonus or whatever, and you just like let the 10,000 fly on an NBA side, how the fuck do they know if you're sharp or not, right? But if you deposit 10,000 and then you go and make a bunch of $500 bets, like steam chasing, then it's pretty clear you're sharp and you're just like gone. But if you let the 10,000 fly, you lose, you get your 10,000 deposit bonus, you bet another 10,000, you lose. I mean, now you go, you ask for more money, right? So now you might get 5,000 extra, like redeposit bonus. That's something you can negotiate. Or you can get some kind of loss rebate or, you know, bet and get or some free bet tickets or, or whatever it is. And because you have the power when you have no money on the site, they want to do everything they can to get you to deposit. That's their goal. They actually like, depositing is is key that's metric number one because the sportsbook assumes every time you deposit that's their money now you know they're going to say something different but i promise you like having dealt with these online casinos and regular casinos or whatever they think that every dollar you deposit is theirs I, i promise you like they're like that's ours one day now it's not true and of course like some people probably don't think like that, right? But like kind of deep down, I believe they kind of think that because it's, it's so hard to drag that money back out. It's like, that's my money, you know? I've always I've always been pissed about that. But where you have the powers, the better is when you, you have no money on the site, but there's the idea that you will deposit back more money. So what you want to do what if you can get yourself into these VIP programs? And this means, you know, emailing the sports book, saying, you know, showing that you had VIP status on another sports book, promising to deposit a large amount of money. This is usually going to be like an amount over 10,000. And that's why this play is a bit higher level, right? Because to, to play at this, uh, at the game of like VIP programs, you're going to be, you know, you, you are going to have to, deposit like ten thousand twenty thousand dollars right don't do it if you know your bankroll isn't there yet but it's something to aspire to and something to get to get comfortable with but you know when you when you're gonna go in you want to make sure that you're gonna get some extra chances at depositing so let's let's run that situation back you make two ten thousand dollar bets boom you hit both of them you win 20 grand or whatever, plus the $10,000 deposit. Okay. Now you make a lot of money and that's well worth it, but you lose and then you get to get some extra equity out, right? Because you ask for more, you know, more treats. So it's kind of like a win-win, like you win, you win and you lose. They're going to try and get you to deposit again because they don't want to lose you to another site. Like, they see you as like an $100,000 mark or more. And it's the VIP person's job to make sure that like you stay and play with that site. So remember, if 
if you are going to play this game, you have to be willing to accept variance and not appear sharp. That doesn't mean never make sharp bets. Like you still have to go in and win, but like it's honestly better to go in and just take like neutrally V bets and just play for size, ask for deposit bonuses, like accept variance and move on than just like going in and just being blatantly obviously sharp and doing like 10 steam chasing plays right off the bat. That's not going to get you very far because once you're in the VIP program, it's so valuable that you want to make sure you milk it. You know, a VIP program could be worth 5,000 to one person who plays it like too conservative, too straightforward. It could be worth like 30, 40 to another who really knows how to milk it. And that difference is huge. That difference is absolutely massive. It's so much bigger than the difference of like anything else in gambling. So when you get in these high leverage spots, remember that's when you have to, that's when you're going to be able to make the most extra money by doing the right things. And VIB programs are definitely a high leverage spot. So anyway, uh, that was like, that was a weird, weird episode, but it's more, it's something I've been thinking a lot about, like the bonus system. And, you know, certainly I need to make sure I'm more tapped into keeping an eye on bonuses myself. I know the best players are always cognizant, always taking any money you can, because you know what? If they're giving the money away, take it. Don't wreck your hourly, you know, never wreck your hourly. Don't do something that's, that's not worth it, but usually bonuses are worth it. And if anything, this is just like a note to self. So anyway, hope you enjoyed the episode. I will see you guys on the next episode.